The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Arbe. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. This is Vileen Shah, your facilitator for I Love Braille, welcoming you on oh, what day it is? April 6, 2023. As you all know, this event is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind in Berkeley, California, and strongly supported by the American Council of the Blind. And that's why we have quite a few people here who belong to the American Council of the Blind, uh, including the host that we are getting from ACB. Our friends, I think many of us, probably most of us, are curious to know how the e-reader works. Even though you've been using, you may have some questions, and particularly those who are not using it or, or who have received it from NLS are certainly curious to know about e-reader. At this session, I Love Braille, we try to cover different topics related to Braille, including the origin of Braille, development of Braille, contribution made by organizations, and also electronic Braille. Sorry, one minute. There's some disruption. Please bear with me. I'm so sorry for that interruption. There's something the technology doesn't allow me to stop. But anyway, I did something. Uh, and Therefore, I would like to specially welcome our guest speaker today, Corey Cadlick. And Corey, please excuse me. Oh. You're all set. No, no problem. You want me to get started? I'm so sorry. And just uh, hopefully, no, my ring phone will not ring last couple of sentences and I will hand over the floor to Corey. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm sure that we all have heard Perkins School for the Blind and Corey Cadlick is a staff there. Of course, Corey will tell you more about himself as well. So welcome, Corey, and let's all learn from you about the e-reader, the two types of e-reader that NLS provides, and you may also cover other kinds of e-readers that help us read in Braille. Sure. So Corey Cadlick. Good day, everybody. My name is Corey Cadlick. I am the Assistive Technology Specialist here at the Perkins Library. So for those of you who don't know, the Perkins Library is a network library of the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. Uh, we are on the Perkins campus. We are you know, funded by the state, as well as we get a bunch of funding from uh, the, the school as well, um, but we are one of more than 50 network libraries throughout the country who help to provide folks like yourselves uh, digital 
materials, both physically on cartridge and on uh, digital so for download. So today I'm here to talk about the e-reader, the, specifically the one that we have. We are using the Zoomax e-reader, and there are two e-readers out there currently that, that NLS has uh, contracted with two different companies to get this device out to you guys. So if you live in a state that has the humanware device, it is basically the, uh, it's like a brilliant kind of, uh, it's gone through some iterations, but it allows you to download books via Wi-Fi and all that jazz. And also you can get books sent to you on cartridge for copying to the device as well. I not going to lie and sit here. I know a lot about that one because that's not the one that we support here, but just know if you're getting a device, uh, from your state, keep in mind uh, which one you'd be getting, either the Zoomax e-reader or the Humanware e-reader. Um, talk to your state uh, to figure out which one, if any, that you that they have. Some states aren't uh, quite on board yet, but uh, the library determines which one you get. There is no way to change that. People ask me all the time, can I get the, the Humanware device? And I say, well, you, were, you live in our state, so unfortunately, uh, you kind of get what you get, uh, fortunately or, or unfortunately, however you want to look at it. Uh, both devices are, you know, fundamentally different. Uh, the Zoomax is just like the the Humanware, 20 cells. It's got the full key, the full uh, Perkins keyboard and sort of, but they all, they do the same things just in different ways. And I can't really comment on the Humanware device. Like I said, we don't have any here. I think we have one that Kim might have, my boss. But we have the Zoomax device. We have over 400 devices uh, available or, or you know checked out slash available to our patrons here in Massachusetts. Uh, so I've noticed that the, the larger states that ship out more devices uh, sort of have the, the Zoomax. As I said, it's a 20-cell Braille display. It um, works with BARD. So if you have a BARD account, Braille and Audio Reading Download, if you have that account, you can download the books that way. If you have Newsline, NFB Newsline, you can go on and download your newspapers that way. That's a new feature in the device. Uh, let me describe it real quick. So the Zoomax on the top, there's a Braille keyboard, Perkins style, uh, one, two, three, and then seven. So 7.7 seven seven access the backspace and that space in the middle, four, five, six on the right and dot eight. And then on as you go down in uh, the top uh you have the cursor routing buttons for each each display uh cell so you can edit you can put your cursor where you want to put it and then edit and then below that we have the in the middle the braille display 20 cells um and then to the left there are what we call d keys they are in a a Braille cell sort of configuration, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three on the left, at the left end of the display, and four, five, six on the right. And the beautiful thing about the Zoomax is they provide multiple different ways to do things. Sorry, my phone's ringing. Give that one second. I have no way. I don't know how to turn that off. Give one second to stop ringing and I'll keep going. Beautiful song. <laughs> okay. So the 
the ZoomX has many different ways to accomplish tasks. You can use the keyboard um, to you know move by by page and by paragraph. And you can also use the combination of the display keys. So like I don't have the key key commands in front of me, but you can do like D1 plus D6 to, to do something and D4 uh, plus D3 to, to do the opposite. Um, so you're given multiple different ways to accomplish tasks. So that is the top of the device. On the front, it's called sort of angled. Uh, it's front panel. It has an uh, end up, navigation up and down and left and right. So like your arrow keys. Then in the middle, it has a select key. And then the cool thing about the ZoomX is there's actually two uh, panning keys, just just like the other, just like the humanware one. But I think they're a little more pronounced here. There's squares on either side of the arrows to move backwards and forwards in a book by line. And then also on the front at the ends, not the very ends, but on the front, but on each end, there are system keys, S1, 2, and then at the other end on the right, there's S3 and S4. Uh, you know, S1 is used to go to the main menu. S2 is to go back. S3 is used to uh, bring up like a context menu if you're going to uh, right click on a computer, that type thing. Uh, and then S4 is to get to the current book uh, that you had open. So you hit that, it automatically just opens uh, the last book you were in. I will say sometimes it doesn't start in the same spot that you were in. It's a bug. We're still trying to work that out. But certainly um, you can use that and, and hope that it works. They're, they're working on bugs. There's there's things that have to be adjusted and, and, and worked on. They're certainly working on it. It's still new. We've only been doing this for about a year. We are just coming out of pilot stage. So the way this works is just like when you used to get the tape player or the now the digital talking book machine. You call your library, you request the device, and they send it to you in the mail, free matter. Same thing for getting it back if something's wrong with it. You just flip the card over on the box and send it back. And there's a couple of different ways you can get books. If you like Bookshare, go on to Bookshare.com, download a Braille BRF file, and place it onto an SD card and read that way. There's an SD card slot on the left side. On the right side, sorry, I didn't go through that, but on the right side, there's power off closest to you. Oh, sorry, power on closest to you, power off uh, next. Then the USB-C plug. I like USB-C much better than the old micro style. You can plug it in either way. Doesn't There's no uh, having to plug it in a certain way. You just, it fits in there. And then behind that, there is a regular, regular full-sized uh, USB port. So you can plug in, you know, a thumb drive there. You can plug in an SD card on the left. And you can also, like I said, download books uh, with Wi-Fi. The device has full Wi-Fi. And you can go in and connect your BARD account. There's a, a, a BARD application in here. You go in and you just uh, go ahead and, and type your information in. Uh, you have to be connected to Wi-Fi, obviously, first for that to work. But once you log in, you can easily go through and search for books and go through your wish list and do all this happy stuff that allows you to read books. Um, 
there's a file explorer on here so you can go in and actually open files that way it's like a kind of like windows explorer you can go in it and it shows you if you have multiple devices plugged in you'll see the letter i for internal or the letter u for usb or s for sd in front of each file name so you know what you're going to open and where it's coming from um there's lots of settings you can change in here you know change it from uh, six dot to eight dot braille. I don't know why you'd want to do that. It does come by default set in eight dot because that's how most Bard books actually read. Uh, they're formatted that way. You don't see it. But if you notice that there's some weird markings in a book you're reading um, that are distracting to you, just switch it to six dot in the settings and you can go and do that and it makes it much easier to read. Um, as I said, there's there's NFB Newsline. You can read newspapers on there. There is, you know, a, a whole settings application that can you can adjust everything to your heart's content. There's a book reader settings. You can change the the reflow. So, uh, Bard books come with they're all uh, set up to where each the books fit neatly on a line so they don't split. Um, there's you know the file manager settings. There's uh, even Bluetooth. There's Bluetooth, so you can connect your phone via Bluetooth to the device and use it as a full-fledged Braille display. The one thing this device does not have, and people have been questioning and asking why, is it doesn't have a note taker. And people say, well, why didn't they include that? Well, here's the way to think of it. Can you record on the digital talking book player? The answer is no. So the, the idea was here, it's a book reader by default. You cannot take notes on the device. With that said, you can easily go in and uh, connect your phone and take notes using the display, send the, the information to your phone via Bluetooth as you type. Um, like I said, there's Wi-Fi, so it connects to both unsecure and secure networks. You go in, you connect it, and you um, get connected, and you can download the books that way via BARD. Um, there is no Bookshare uh, direct download at this point. I don't know if it's something they're going to do. Uh, it's just it's nothing that they've talked about. There is a USB mode, so you can switch it and put it into drive mode. It's a drive mode, so you can actually transfer books directly to the device. There's 8 gigs of storage on the device. Basically, that means you can pretty much have the whole library. You could... you essentially would never run out of space on this device. It would take a long, long, long time to do that. So yeah, the device is really slick. There's the drive mode, the USB mode. Um, uh, let's see what else is here. Uh, you can restore the defaults. So if you mm -hmm. mess it up or something happens, you can't really break it, just restore it to its defaults and you'll be all set to go. Um, relatively simple device. If you're used to a note taker, it's definitely something you'll be comfortable with. It's a menu-driven device. You know, there's sub-menus you can back up and go forward in those menus with the select and that that back button, the S2. If you're ever lost and not sure where you are, S1, System 1, always brings you back to the main menu. The first thing on the menu is book reader. You go in there. First thing in there is current book. So you can open your book to where you were. At least it should work most of the time. Sometimes it doesn't, as I said. Um, you can also pull up the book list. Now, the book reader is different than NLS Bard because the book reader is assuming uh, it's for books you've already downloaded, and they'll show up in here. Um, 
Uh, there's a recent books section where you can look at all the recent books that you've opened, not downloaded, but opened. And then the exit uh, exit menu to go back to the main menu and see book reader. That's the first thing in the menu. So super simple. There are, like I said, a lot of different ways to accomplish tasks. As I said, you can use the the Braille keyboard to conduct tasks. And a lot of the times there's a display key combinations to do the same thing. Uh, look at the manual for more information on that. Um, the device is you know, fully under development, so there's always changes happening. We had our first major update uh, since launching um, about a month ago. And you can get that if you have a device and you haven't updated to version 2.0. Uh, you can go on to the NLS website or just Google NLS uh, e-reader and be able to pull that up and download the file. You put that file uh, onto the device via an SD card and a, an SD card or a thumb drive. Alternatively, if you're connected to Wi-Fi, there is under device settings, there's an app update option where you just hit a button and it shows you the current, the version that's available. You press enter. It takes about literally five seconds to just grab that and apply that update. The biggest thing there, like I said, the newest feature is the NFP Newsline option to be able to read papers. Um, so anything you're subscribed to in your favorites list, you can access that way. Um, yeah, so that's the device 20 cells. Um, it's, it, it, it works just like the older display. So if you're used to the orbit where it was clunky and sort of uh, noisy, this device is much like the ones you're used to where it, it, it changes instantaneously, meaning the, the refresh rate is instant and it's quiet and does its thing. Um, you know, if you have issues, your library can support you. Uh, by contract, unfortunately, I can't help any of you not in Massachusetts and I can't help with the uh, humanware because I don't know it as well, but I also can't help with Zoomax issues if you're not in Massachusetts because, or Massachusetts and other states that we uh, send Braille to. So like Massachusetts sends books, Braille books to New Hampshire, for example, Jody's here, uh, Linda's here, uh, Maine is an another one on there. Um, your library can tell you who supports you. And so anybody that we send books to in Braille, uh, with the exception of South Carolina, they decide they elected to wait and do their own support. But any other state that we serve in terms of Braille, we do support you. So reach out to me, or if you're unsure your state is on our list, uh, talk to your library first and they'll point you in the right direction. Rhode Island's another one on there. Um, so yeah, really slick device. I wish I could show you in person because it'd be a lot easier. Obviously, you guys are all throughout the country and the 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 world for that matter. So that's kind of difficult, but very slick device, works well, lots of options. Um you know, it's 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 made of plastic. And the reason why that is is because it's meant to be kind of tough. So if you have an oopsie and you drop it and uh, not that we encourage that, obviously, um, you know, it, it has a chance at living through a fall. Um, but it's a very, very slick and very nice device. It's a cool world we live in today where you can get a Braille display for nothing. I mean, think about it a year ago, you guys would be 
uh, looking for a cheap used display so you could buy it. And even cheap was over a thousand dollars. And so uh, NLS has really opened this world up. Uh, we were the first library to actually ship uh, uh, displays to our, our patrons. We used the, the Orbit back in the day and we gathered data and basically presented to NLS that, hey, this can be done and we've proven it and you can move forward with that program and here are the stats that show people want this. So that's when they move forward. They elected to go with two contracts, one with Humanware and one with Zoomax. Again, uh, talk to your state to figure out which one is supported. As I said, I get the question all the time, well, why can't I have the Zoomax? Uh, why can't I have the Humanware device? And the short answer is we we don't have them. We just have the Zoomax. And the same thing goes for Humanware users. If you use a humanware want a Zoomax, unfortunately, that's just not an option because of the state you live in. Uh, if you have problems with device, certainly you can reach out to uh, your library directly and get that sent back or get uh, support for that device. But a very cool device, really awesome world we live in. And, you know, the hardware is here to stay, uh, but software is going to be coming out uh I don't know how often I can't speak to that. I don't, I don't work for NLS direct. I mean, I do, I work for the network library, but I'm not in charge of software uh, releases, but I do work closely with the gentleman in Germany, uh, Thomas, who is a developer and, you know, you know, talk to him and try to provide suggestions and bug fixes. So at least for the Zoomax. Uh, Zoomax started off as a, actually a company that made, magnification devices and then somehow they got uh, asked to create this device and here we are so very cool device 20 cells uh you know many different ways to to use it and uh i'll take questions i don't know how you guys uh, do it uh, sorry here in california i live in california we get humanware uh, e-reader Okay. Uh, could you tell us a little more about the difference between this humanware e-reader and Zoomax? I can try. Um, I don't have <laughs> one in hand. Okay. Um, yeah. So Just as much as you know. So the humanware device has been around in some iteration for a long time. Um, it started off as just their device, their own. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I think it was the Brilliant Twenty, and then. There's actually a couple different ones. There's the Braille Trail, I think, H APH uh, sells that through quota funds, and that's made by Humanware. And each one is the pretty much the same hardware. It's just a matter of what they include in terms of software. So I think, like, um, for example, if you had a, 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 a 20, a regular Brilliant 20, you could take notes with it, but they disable that feature on the... Uh, Humanware for NLS device. Um, the Zoomax, like I said, is is a plastic type device. Um, it's got some more buttons, so like those scroll buttons on the front, the square buttons, um, the the like the thumb keys that you're used to on the Humanware device. Kind of th those. That's what these buttons are. They're just in a different place. Um, yeah, I really, I don't have one in hand to be able to really go through no, okay. That's and okay. <laughs> explain the, the details, okay. but mm -hmm. in, in principle, they all work. They same. do the same thing, but they yeah. work a little differently. And so 
don't really have to worry about it unless you have unless you have happen to have both, which most people don't. Um, but uh, like I said, it's it's very cool and very uh, it's it's just amazing the world that we're in. I mean, four years ago, sorry, six years ago, when so to step back a little bit, uh, I did this. Uh, I did this presentation, I believe, for you guys about the Orbit Reader, I think. Um, I do it for so many people. And that is a device made by Orbit Research. It didn't have Wi-Fi, and it didn't have an onboard file manager, so you had to put an SD card at the back of it. And so basically, you download a book to the SD card. You'd plop it into the back of the device, and you could read the book that way. Now, that was... uh, in, in, in collaboration with Perkins, who put some money in, and it's um, the Massachusetts Library Board of, uh, Board of Library Commissioners, as well as the, um, what is that called? The Braille Consortium. I forget the name of it. Out of England. That's, they, they were the biggest player in this. And they sunk a bunch of money into, uh, to orbit and said, create this device that is cheap enough for people to actually buy uh, with, with less than a paycheck of money. And so they did that. And it was a, like I said, same thing, 20 cell display, uh, had much less buttons because it only had the scroll up, scroll down the left and right, and basically dot seven, dot eight on the left of the left and right of the space bar, and then one, two, three, four, five, six above that. Didn't have the cursor routing buttons because their big thing was to to keep it cheap, they didn't include that. So that's the cool thing about this device is that you can you know, if you're doing a find for something, because it's got a full keyboard. Not that you can take notes, but if you're in a book, you can do a find. If you realize, oh, I, I mistyped something, you put the cursor on the letter that you want to erase and hit backspace. It's got those cursor routing buttons. So we've come a long way in six years, and, you know, everything's just becoming cheaper. And I think we all wanted this for so many years. It was like a, a pipe dream for all of us. Like, how do we how do we get here? Because displays are ridiculously expensive for good reason. They're They're... There are hundreds of thousands of parts in each one, so has to be uh, manufactured carefully. And um, piezoelectric, which is what this device uses, is just expensive to cells. But somehow Zoomax and I think uh, Humanware uh, basically did it on principle of they'd sell enough of them. Um, Zoomax came up from scratch, and they somehow made this device um, not better than the Orbit, but it uh, it's not noisy. It doesn't clink. It doesn't. Uh, the refresh rate's just as quick as a regular old display that you're used to. So it's really kind of cool how far we've come, and we're only going to go further um, as as time goes on, especially software related. I would. I'm not saying there's going to be because I don't know, but I'd like to see a Bookshare option in there so people can download books. And I, I can see that happening, uh, but I don't know when or if it will. But that would be a huge uh, win. So you could go in and, and download books from there. Bookshare being the largest uh, library of accessible materials in the world, over a million pieces on there uh, that you can download for your reading pleasure. Great, great, uh, terrific presentation. Thank you so much, Corey. A few observations I would like to make before we allow people to ask questions. I saw that there are at least three hands up. So please bear with me. Uh, One, I think, you know, that I would like to say that NLS, National Library Service, now we call for the print disabled, uh, has 
thousands and thousands of hard copy Braille volumes. And we used to order, many of you might have done that, and uh, we used to receive these books via mail. Now, with e-reader, we have all these books at the touch of our fingers. So that is a wonder of the technology that now you, you don't have to wait for the mailman to come and deliver or leave a note in your mailbox that we have received a big box, please come and get it. We have a small box, e-reader, that just contains all Braille books that you would like to download. Uh, secondly, I think it was too technical, not that, Corey, you made it difficult, you really made it excellent, easy, but for many of us who do not use technology so much, uh, it may be a little difficult to understand, but for those people who are not using technology a lot and who have not still started using e-reader, just Try to understand that such a technology exists. And if you are not able to use it, or if you are uh, not able to access uh, because you do not have enough technology skills, down the road, it's going to come. And you will also learn those who are not using. So I'm pretty sure this presentation is going to be of immense value for you. Uh, the third observation I would like to uh, make is that, uh, by the way, Corey, we have some people who, here who are out of the United States. We have uh, participants who is now in South Africa, in Macedonia, and of course, our uh, neighbor friend, Canada. And I believe even in Canada, they don't have access to BARD because it's only meant for the citizens of the United States. And uh, therefore, of course, uh, it still helps them to know how the e-reader works and how BARD works and how an e-reader makes a, you know, a, a, a bulk of knowledge available on the Braille screen. So at least for those who do not live in the United States, Corey, do you know something that there is an e-reader that they can buy? Of course, prices are always exorbitant, but something like that. Yeah, I don't know yeah. uh, cost-wise. I know the, the Orbit device yeah. uh, is sold in other countries, so that could be an option. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I think the 20 sells for like six or $700. So again, not cheap, oh. but much cheaper than it would be to buy a full price, you know, $2,500 display, $3,000 display. But mm -hmm. let me step back for a second. We talked about uh, people that are new to technology or just not comfortable yet. Um, the beauty of the e-reader is if you can learn the basics, meaning if you can get yourself into the, the book reader application, which really isn't too bad, uh, we can send you books on cartridge, which automatically copy to the device. Your library does that uh, wherever you live, and you can actually just uh, it'll copy them over, and they're yours to keep. There's no, there's no, uh, you know, returning them. You return the cartridge, but the book, the files are then on the device for you to be able to read. So <clears throat> they try to make it, you know, easy, um, as easy as possible to use. 
Um, I I kind of wish there was a way to like lock it down so you oh, turn it on, it would go to the, the book reader application and make it easier. But it's all it's all in due time. I don't know what's going to happen next. And so, um, yeah, there's there's a lot okay. of things this thing does. So okay, great, great. Okay, now uh, we will have we will take the questions from the audience. And before we do that, I'm so happy to announce that today the number of participants at some time was 35. And of course, some people left because maybe it was too technical for them. They, maybe they are not e-reader users, or maybe they have some other reasons. That's okay. All right, so we still have 31 participants, including some people in uh, like overseas. Okay, our friend Diane, who is the first person to ask question? I think Jody. First, first is Jody. Jody, yes. Hello, Jody. Yes. Hi, Valine. <laughs> and thank you so for, much for getting us, Corey. It's, uh, it's your contribution to my well, Corey, Brave. thank you so much for being here today. It's so wonderful to hear from you. And I just wanted I wanted I just wanted to say thank you, but I also wanted to put in a vote for Bookshare. That would be so awesome to be able to uh, you know download Bookshare books. And for people that are starting out in Braille. Um, you can actually set your e-reader to uh, grade one Braille or, or uncontracted Braille. So it, it's a good learning device, too. But uh, anyway, I don't really have any questions. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here, Corey. You guys are welcome. I'm glad I could be here. Great. Okay. The next person. We have Beth. Beth. Hello, Beth. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Um, yeah, I have a humanware e-reader, but um, but I don't know. Like, does it update automatically? Like, does it tell you? Because because I know that my iPhone it would say software update. Now that is the e-reader the same? Mm -hmm. no. I have a hard time using mine. No, yeah. it will, it, there's a in the menu somewhere. Again, I don't have one of those, but in the menu, there's a place to be able to update the device and, and get the newest features, but it doesn't do it automatically. Okay. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good question, Beth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any more question you have? Yes. Okay. Good. Uh-huh. I believe this is Michael Moore. Right here, kid. Well, uh, hey, Corey, wonderful presentation. Uh, and you're, is the, the organization in England, is that the Brailless Foundation you were talking about? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, it was RNIB, so. but it might have been the Braille's Foundation as oh, well. But I, oh, yeah. A lot of it was RNIB okay. as well. Yeah, and uh, real quick, for those who may not be familiar with using a Perkins-style keyboard on an electronic uh, Braille display, on the Brailler, the new line is on the left and the backspace is on the right. But if yeah. you use the eight-dot uh keyboard on an e-reader or note taker or whatever it's just reversed so in other words the backspace is on your left side and your enter is on your right side oh oh good good to know okay just for you to let you know mm -hmm. great all hey. right so who's the next one next is linda linda pie hello linda hey there Mm -hmm. um thank you Corey. You're very welcome. very good Long to hear no you. 
Yeah. 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 Um, I've got a million questions of which I won't ask them all. It won't take too much time. <laughs> we need we need million minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Computer Braille does show up every once in a while in the device. And I am wondering, since that is definitely not the way of UEB, why has it been included? Computer Braille was included, I think, for password entry. Was and the, that's was the only thing? Um, I, I can't speak to that. I'm not sure, not sure why that, that is, uh, a constant, but you can switch it. So your output, uh, when you're in a edit box, there's a, there's a, a that context menu key, you can switch from contracted to uncontracted to computer braille and be able to type that way. So actually I encourage people when they type their password for, for their Wi-Fi, we have them switch to computer braille and type it that way. It just, it tends to work better most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you and I worked with that. Yep. Um, but with mm -hmm. with passwords, capitalization would be regular, and then any number would be in computer braille, right? Actually, capitalization would be if you're in if you're using computer braille. Dot seven is going to be your shift key. So you hold down dot seven and type the letter you want. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. So oh, as if it were using an eight dot cell. Mm -hmm. It just wouldn't show up as an eight dot cell. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Wow. Okay, next one. Joni. Joni. Hi. Hi, um, Joni. Yeah. Hi. Professor Shaw and uh, mm -hmm. Corey. Um, yeah. I have an, a humanware e-reader. Oh, okay. And I absolutely love it. And we can get Bookshare. Yes, you can. You can. And it's absolutely fantastic. Yep. Uh, I read a lot of books from Bookshare, and I oh, just yeah. wanted to let you know that. that mm -hmm. Well, I love, I, I'm, I love being able to have an e-reader, but where I can read Braille. I guess Braille is really my preference. I mean, I'm, I've, there have been years where I haven't gotten any Braille material, and I've missed it. And um, I've had a wonderful person teaching me to use the e-reader. I didn't know if I could learn it, but I did. And I absolutely love it. In fact, it's, I'm obsessed with it. All I want to do is read, <laughs> read, read all day and all night. <laughs> so I'm very grateful Great. that NLS, hmm. um, the, the, and that I have the, um, the humanware e-reader, because I've heard a lot of people having a lot of difficulties with the Zoomax. Um, it's it's a newer technology. It's the way it works is similar, like I said, but it is a brand new device. So you have, for example, you have Bookshare on there simply because Humanware already built that that application for the device uh, pre NLS. So when NLS came along, it was already on there. So that all but kind of answers the question: Will the Zoomax have it? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that someday it will. We all just have to be a little patient and wait for that to happen. Um, but yeah, it's it's new and it's it's it works differently. I wouldn't say it's bad. Uh, it's just different. So um, mm -hmm. little idiosyncrasies to it that we have to kind of deal with, but it happens. Well, I'm so glad that we have. I love Braille. Mm, and, thank you. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And I know that you love Braille so much. I do. I do. Oh. I do. If you love, I love Braille, just keep coming every Thursday. Well, okay. thank you. I, thank you. There are lots Have of times you. when I listen to it on um, ACB uh-huh. Media 5. Yeah, but live has no substitute. So if possible, you can always be at the live session. Correct? Well, thank you so much. Thank yes. you. We move to the next. Diane. Diane Wilmack. Hi, Diane. Hey, it's uh, great to be here. Um, I have a question. I have the humanware, and I know it has storage. Is it the same amount as the Zoom? I can't uh, speak to that because I don't know. I know the ZoomX has eight gigabyte, eight gigabytes of storage, and I'm, I'm assuming the humanware has something similar. Um, but like I said, it holds so many books. Even if it was four gigabytes, you'd still have so much space. Uh, Braille books uh, physically are large, but file-wise, they're only a couple of kilobytes per file, so you can fit quite a bit on you know, one device. Yeah, yeah I believe nice. I believe both are almost same, except uh, some key arrangements. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely nicer to have a lot of books on one device rather than a whole bunch of Braille volumes taking up. Uh, <laughs> and that yeah. was the driving force for this whole idea. What, you know, mm-hmm. once we realized, once we all as library staff realized, wow, this is, this is doable and we it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. We couldn't spend $2,000 per device and ship them out to you guys and expect that to work. It just doesn't, you know? Um, so it's actually on par with what it costs to make the, the player pretty close to it so there's no money really lost it's all earmarked and it's kind of how it works and that was the driving force was that braille was just large i remember about six months ago our system for some reason decided to ship uh some braille copies of books to people um who had waiting lists but didn't ask it to start doing so and i got a couple things in the mail and i had to bring it to work and it was like oh my god i'm gonna get a hernia from this it's heavy so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so we're we're lucky yeah. that we are where mm-hmm. we are now. Great. Okay. Let's see who is next. We have Marsha. Marsha. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, yes very well. I, I have a lot of questions. I'm I'm what <laughs> Professor Saw said it's not a I'm not a I'm not a uh technology person then. So I don't have a brailer or an e-reader, don't know how they work. I heard you say um, something about you can make a correction. Are you making a correction in the book is one question. The other one is when you talk about Wi-Fi, does this mean, I mean, do, do you have to hook the e-reader up to your computer or does does it work all by itself with Wi-Fi and you download the books? Mm, so to answer your first question, the correction meaning... If you're doing a find for a word in a book or a sentence and you mistype in the find box what you wanted to type and you wanted to fix that, you can use those cursor routing buttons to get to the place to be able to erase what you typed to, to fix it. In other words, your search. In yeah, other words, you, did, you put your search in wrong. It's not changing the book. No, it does not okay. change the book. Books are, are protected. You can't change those. 
Okay. Um, and then as for the Wi-Fi, you're you're correct. It's not connected to the computer. It is designed for uh, standalone use connected to the internet, the Wi-Fi network in your home or your workplace, and you download the books that way. And so it's only for reading the books in Braille, not for listening to them. We There's have to no, track for that, right? No audio features, right? Okay. Yep. And I think the only other question is that I, you know, I've heard about Braillers, and and in Braillers you can do email, right? But in the e-reader you can't do that. No uh, note takers, you can do email. Braille Braille writers are just physical devices that you. Would you write. Re repeat that? Repeat that question. I missed it. There's no note taker in this one. No right? note, right? No note taker. It's so you can't uh -huh. go in and like open an, a scribble pad. Okay. And, so to speak, and, and write on it. Okay. It does have the keyboard for doing searches and and finding text, but it's not a way to uh, mm -hmm. write things down, so to speak. Okay, I'm getting a little bit better picture, and I'm recording this because it's a lot of information for a, a new person in Braille. Mm -hmm. And yes, Professor Slaw, thank you for I love Braille. I'm really working on it really hard. Good. Okay. Uh, we have Linda back. Linda Pekarski. Linda, okay. yes, Linda Pekarski. Yes, thank she you. She likes to be called Linda Pai. Yeah, it's easier. <laughs> okay. I would like yes. to make a suggestion, and then I would like Corey to um, do something after I say what I'm going to say. All right, and go ahead. When I got my device at first, now I like technology. I, it doesn't scare me or anything, but I was hesitant. Until I realized that I didn't have to do everything at once. I could just read a book. Mm -hmm. And I could put that book on there the simplest way that I knew how to do already because of my audio player. And that was to download it to the internet, put it on a thumb drive, and stick it in my device, and then turn the device on and go from there. So, Corey, would you talk about step-by-step, step, I mean, really excruciating detail of taking it out of the box, turning it on, and what happens immediately? And if you wanted to listen to something, if you wanted to read a book and only read a book, what would you do? Because if anybody is hesitant, if they can map in their mind what's really going to happen when they start their device, that's going to take a lot of the hesitation away. Sure. So great. Yeah. The, the best thing to do when you request your e-reader is to ask for a sample cartridge. We have our own uh, sample cartridge that we send out. We people we don't send it by default because well, most people like to use the the Wi-Fi and just get started that way. But if you're not one of those folks or you just want to get started right away, go ahead and ask your library for some sample books or their, or their sample cartridge. You'll get like five, six, ten books on there. And what you do is you, you get the device in the mail. It's taped up, comes in a box. You undo it, untape it, open it up. You'll get, at least in our case, you'll get the on the top, there's in the top of the box, there's a uh, Braille manual, which I recommend you start to read. If you're a comfortable re Braille reader, go ahead and read that. At least bits and pieces of it to get an idea of what you're looking at. And then pull the device out and kind of feel it. I kind of went through the description before, but uh, go ahead and plug it in. It comes with the plug in a little bag. 
the plug with the block and the wire, the cord. Plug one end into the device, the smaller end. Plug the larger end into the the block, the charging block, and plug it in to both uh, the device and the wall. And the device should automatically start booting. You'll get it'll say on the device it'll beep first, and then it will say starting, and you'll get some uh, some squiggles. Uh, that go across the screen, kind of like a progress bar that tells you it's loading and it will come up and it will give you the, uh, when it beeps for the second time, you'll be in the book reader option. You'll be at the book reader option. And you can just press select from there. Um, uh, once you plug in the cartridge, so if you got a book in the mail on cartridge, you're going to want to plug that, that book into the device with the cord that comes with it. Uh, it's a large regular USB plug one end is goes into the device and the the other end it's larger it's plastic it's where the cartridge kind of plugs in and you plug that in there and once you get it plugged in if created correctly by your library the books should automatically copy to the device you'll see something that says you know however many files copied usually you'll see you know 10 or 20 because each book is two three four five volumes so it counts those as, as files. Um, so once you do that and it says copied, you'll be back to the book reader. You can press select on that. Then you'll see current book. Uh, don't go there because you haven't opened a book yet on the device. You'll go down one to book list. And then you will press select. And you'll see the list of books. You can arrow around, up and down, find the one you want. It'll show you the title. And you'll press select again, the middle the middle button on the arrows, and it will open up the book, at which point you can start to read. Um, so there's no markings in NLS books for chapters. Um, and the reason why that is is because these books were actually designed, you know, originally for hard copy. You literally had the Braille book, um, you know, NBP or someone would have embossed it and sent it uh, to you on on. Uh, paper copy so you just be able to read the chapters so that's why i recommend uh doing a find with the f key uh to find the first chapter you can type the word chapter you can type one or you can type you know anything you you want to type to try to find that first section of the book um but to move by line in a book you just do the either the the left square on the front or the right square the brl so braille left and brr for braille right Alternatively, like I said, there's many different ways to do things. Uh, the D2, so the center uh, display key on the left end goes backwards, and the center key on the right uh, end goes to the right to move by line. So and, uh, all the libraries know how to fully support you guys. So questions, you can always reach out and, and get some help that way with the start process and sort of getting started. But if you – the Wi-Fi could be a little bit uh, – not buggy, but but takes some getting used to. So if connected to Wi-Fi for the first time, if it's just not working, reach out to your library. They can give you a hand with that. Actually, now there's a way to create a file with your uh, Wi-Fi network name and your Wi-Fi password, and the device can import that. So we can actually send that to you. We just need to make sure that the information is correct uh, when we create it. I haven't done it yet. I haven't had to, but... It is an option. Does that help, Linda? 
that was wonderful. Uh, um, yeah. I have noticed, however, and, and something you left off, Corey, is when you're in book list, you will have an L for something or an I for something that's internal or a U for something that's in USB. And if you're expecting to see the title of your book, that might be a little disturbing for the first time user. Yeah, I kind of mentioned that earlier, mm -hmm. but yes, when you, if you have multiple things plugged in, like if you have a F SD card in it, mm -hmm. a USB drive and the internal memory, you will easily be able to know what, where the file is opening from when it says the letter U for USB, uh -huh. S for SD, or I for internal before the title of the book. Oh, why, why does something on a USB drive not copy to internal storage? It's mm -hmm. so it's the way the books are formatted, the way we create them. Okay, uh, the so. device knows, oh, that's going to be a a barred book or an NLS book. So it's all in how we create them in-house and get mm -hmm. them ready for you guys. So, yeah, it doesn't automatically copy any anything by default unless it's mm -hmm. a, a, a NLS book. Can I copy an NLS book from a USB drive to internal storage? You can copy storage? anything. You can copy a, if you wanted to, an MP3 if you wanted to. It wouldn't do anything. But in the <laughs> file manager, there's a place to you locate the file you want, hit the S3 button on the front and go down to cut or copy or you know, cut, copy, Great. paste type deal. Good. I had noticed that in the, um, in the user manual, it doesn't describe the process of, of using the file manager very effectively. Yeah. I didn't write it. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I, I think writing it, it would be better, yeah. but it's not. No. And I think a lot of that is, is not that they don't want you to know how to do it, but at the same time, they realize that most folks are going to use the book reader itself. So they, they give you that. Uh, mm -hmm. They're more yeah. detailed there. Yeah. It's wonderful. It I, is. I, it is. And ultimately it cannot make everybody happy. You know, it's just, everybody has to find a way to be happy using this device. Okay. We have uh, Jody. I think she has something yes. more to say. Yes. Um, yes. I, uh, I, I'm kind of surprised that the library, National Library Service, didn't come up with one machine and then stick with it instead of experimenting with, uh, with the different choices. But the question I have is, if I'm using Voice Dream Reader, if I'm using Voice Dream Reader to um, read a book and I pair my e-reader to, to my phone, am I able to listen to a, or am I able to read a BRF file? From Bookshare using Voice Dream Reader. Uh, I would I would think you could. I've never actually done okay. it, but it's a good question. I would think if you can open it in Voice Dream Reader and it shows the text on the screen, uh, the iPhone should be able to translate the the print material to Braille and and get it back to you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry for my ignorance, but I think uh, e-reader is not an audio version. Correct. You cannot listen. No. No, it's only for Braille. Just designed yeah. for Braille, yep. Yes, exactly. Okay, we have one more person, and we are also reaching the end of the hour. And uh, this one is uh, Diane. Who is that? It's I... Pierre. Okay. Hello? Pierre? You'll need to unmute Pierre. 
Hello, this is Teresa, actually. Oh, okay. Ah, Teresa. Was, but yes. you, you, on our list, you are iPod. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Anyway. Yes, yeah. Teresa, go ahead. Okay. I have my, the uh, humanware. Mm -hmm. And But I have a general question. It doesn't have to be about either one. I've heard conflicting stories about you can, you can hook your e-reader to a phone or an iPod, iPad, and if you Bluetooth it to e Bluetooth the two to each other, you can use it for emails. Is that true or is that not true? Correct. It's just like just like a normal Braille display that isn't associated with the NLS. It, it works the same way. So if you had like a like a Focus 40, for example, or a Hims Q Braille. You can do the same thing and connect to your your yeah. phone or your iPad. And I'm asking for uh, uh, the. Uh, I think I have a Braille setting on this thing, uh, the iPod Touch. Mm -hmm. If I Bluetooth it, Bluetooth the two to each other. Yes. I bother with it if I can't do it. You know, that's what I'm asking. Yes, you can read anything. Anything that's on the phone screen should be sent to the display. You can't send emails. Yes, you can. Yep. But using your phone, right? Using your iPod. Or it's using your phone, but you're typing on the display. And it, it sends the device. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, so okay. Instead of speech. Right. Yeah. Okay. But it, the process looks so complicated, though. <laughs> I mean, try it sometime, but just to see if I can do it. But Well, there, okay. there are complications and then there are advantages. So if we want to get the advantages to ourselves, we have to learn complications. That's what I feel. Okay. okay. Thank you. I'll, All right. I'll think about that one for a while. Thank you very much. Terrific. Okay. We have a participant joining from Nigeria, probably uh, Binaibi. Uh, you did not know the time or something else, but we are reaching the end of this session. All right. Anybody else has a question before we uh, wind up today? I'm not no seeing hand raised hands. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I yeah. uh, Beth has her hand up. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Beth. I have I have yeah. a question. Like, um, mm -hmm. you you had said um, you could hook up your iPhone and you, and take notes like with with the e-reader like you you would pair it then you would pair just the same as you'd pair like a apple wireless keyboard or or and then and then you would write like you would write braille on the e-reader is that how you do to, it it would go to your phone right exactly oh yeah. okay mm -hmm. and then yeah. you could read it from your phone mm -hmm. oh okay right. and braille okay. or is that yeah, anything that it, it will do input and output. So anything you type into it will show up as Braille on the on the display. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Corey, for uh, <laughs> enlightening you. us. And we have another um, raised We have hand. one more question. I have to uh, get the permission from Corey. We are, is, yep. It's uh, is, is okay with you? Yep. yep. Okay. And is it okay with you, Diane, too, extending? We do go beyond one hour because we are registered for 75 minutes, but I always check with our host and presenter. Okay. 
Okay, Is it so okay we with you, take... Diane? Yeah, fine. Um, oh, great. Okay. All, <laughs> all right. right. Who, so it's who a, has a question? It's a number, area code 970, ending uh -huh. in 057. Yeah, that's Colorado, I think. Hi, this is Estelle calling yes. in. Yeah. Uh, just a quick question. You said that the, the program has been recorded. Is it possible to get recordings if you don't have a computer? I, all I have is a regular phone. I don't have an, a, a smartphone. And I wondered if it's possible for me to get the recording just on my telephone. Oh, you mean the recording of Ilo Braille? Yes. Uh huh. I, oh. I came in late to the program and yes. I didn't hear all. Okay, okay, okay. Uh huh. And I mean, do you have access to go to the website online on your phone? A little bit. It's not a real smartphone. I can do right. some things on the internet, but I can't do links. Okay. I believe it's doable. I'll check with my web designer. Uh, tell me what kind of phone you have. Flip phone? I have a, a landline, but I also have a blind uh -huh. shell cell phone. Okay. And it's uh -huh. not real good at doing links. Okay. It, it, and it does take you online, right? I can do some uh, exploring on the internet, yes. Yes. You should be able to do that. You should be yes. able to do that. There's a link. It does yes. do links, and you should. The newest one does at least. So you should be able to. Yeah. Uh, click that in your email. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. So why don't we do one thing? You know, I'll send you the link, and you try and let me know if it worked or not. Okay. That sounds good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Let's go from there. Okay. Do we have anybody else asking a question? No, sir. We don't. No. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. And all right, guys. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Belene. Thank you, everybody. And you all have a good thank week you, ahead. Thank you, everybody. Take yeah. care, everybody. Thank you. Well, and thank you. We'll see you next week, next Thursday. Right. Bye now.